everybody. Welcome back to the Bocce Boys. Just want to shout out right out of the gate. Nathan Kluge saying we're better than MMG Live. Appreciate that. Thank you. Comment right out of the gate. We love it. But guys, we're here to talk about week two. We're here to talk about the Eagles. Talk about the whiteout. We're going to talk about it all. But it's going to happen right now. So get ready. Summer, all I did was rest. New Year's, all I did was stretch. Valentine's Day, I had sex. We'll see what's about to happen next. This ain't no regular shit. We never begging for shit. Niggas is ready to quit. Shit that they hate to admit. In Texas, I keep a rifle inside of the whip, call it driving a stick. In Vegas, I get two million a night from the wind just to run through the hits. All that on top of the chips. Davis, what's up, buddy? How are you? Are you like the new intro? Like new well, intro? I love the intro, actually. Comment down below if you like the new intro. Shout out to Amir. He's not here today. Rest in peace. He's not dead. He's just in class. But uh, he made the new intro. We love it. It's great. But guys, week two, it's in the books. Um, Eagles did not look good. We'll get to them in a second. I think we should just talk about something that's important to both of us right out of the way. It's right here, Davis. Penn right State, here. baby. Penn big, State, huge big win. Huge win. win. How are you feeling about this? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. It's the first time they've been good since I think we've been in school. So, how you feeling? Yeah, about I it? mean, look, in 2019, we were number four in the country at one point. Um, you know, right after, right, that's right. You know, the whiteout. Uh, I think it was right after the whiteout. We were like six or seven in the country when we beat Michigan in 2019, and uh, we lost that big game to Minnesota. Yeah. Um, but that felt a little fraud. It felt a little fraud. I don't know why. I felt like our schedule was a little easier. We got right mm. out of the gates this year and had to go to Madison, Wisconsin, and play a really tough Badger team. Um, we played Ball State and kind of a cupcake. But then you, yeah. we play Auburn. We play an SEC team here in Legit. Beaver Stadium. 107,000 people in the stadium. It was just it was loud. It was electric. Loud. It was, it was electric. electric. There's really no other way to describe it other than it's electric. And, I mean – Oh, football being back, huge crowds. It, I feel like we didn't miss a beat after freshman year, man. Like, felt back to normal. It felt like, you know, bliss. I don't even know how to describe it. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. It was just yeah. it was great to be back in the stadium with, you know, all of our friends and, you know, just seeing that, seeing all, mm-hmm. all the white and the players coming out oh, with yeah. the fireworks. Like, it was crazy. It's just, it's unbelievable. It's crazy. And now we're up to, what, number six right now? Like, yeah. that's huge. That is huge. After starting the season last year, 0-5. Yeah. We jumped right to 6 from 10, and we probably should not have jumped so high. I guess the committee liked something that they saw out of Penn State this weekend because there weren't a lot of top 10 losses or anything. So us moving to 6 is a good sign. How we how you feel about us going to the college football playoff? Because it feels like this is the year of any because it seems like the year of chaos a little bit because Ohio State's all the way down to 9, correct, or 10? They're 10 now, yeah. 10, so, yeah, right. uh, you know – I like the odds, but it, all all this doesn't matter unless you go to Columbus and beat Ohio State, yeah, which we haven't does. done in a while. So no. th- this is this is you know we say it every year like this is our year, this is our year. We play at Minnesota in 2019, and we're scared of Ohio State the following week. We lose to Minnesota, so it matters less against Ohio State. And totally. then we put Will Levis in our backup quarterback, and he kind of shits the bed a little bit. Damn so man. let's uh, you know it's about going to Columbus, but. I think the next big game on our calendar right now has got to be going Iowa. to Kinnick, going to Iowa. That is huge. Kinnick, and that is a that. good Iowa team right now. Really good. They're number five in the country. That will probably be 
our biggest test of the year. I know Ohio State's always crazy, and then we still have to play Michigan and Michigan State, and those will not be cupcake games, Davis. We have a very, really tough schedule, and I think if we have one loss at the end of the year and Ohio State is – and we beat Ohio State, I think – you know, I think we definitely deserve a real shot at this. Um, yeah, I like it. And, and the team we got to lose to is Iowa because it's on the other side yeah. of the Big Ten. And if we beat Ohio State, we'll have the tiebreaker against him in the Big Ten East. As long as we get in the Big Ten Championship, that's all that we really need, correct? Like, correct. as long as we get in there and yeah. win that game, we're in. As long correct. as other stuff goes the way it's supposed to. But, Davis, right. great weekend. Penn State's exciting. We got Nova next week. Should be should be a nice little cupcake game. Shout out to all the yeah. Nova guys out there. Sorry. But let's get to football. Let's get to the NFL. Um, quickly, let's get to some fantasy letdowns. Some easy fantasy letdowns. I mean, Alvin Kamara was terrible. Um, we'll get to the Saints and Panthers game in a little bit, but Alvin Kamara only having five points in our game, which is in our league, which is only half PPR. But Alvin Kamara, oh, my Lord, not, not his best. Not yeah, his no. And I wouldn't expect it to continue. Uh, the Saints definitely had a lot of struggles this week coming with COVID. They, I know they had eight faculty or eight staff members that came down That's with COVID right. and couldn't totally go to the game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I kind of wish I did my research a little bit because um, I, I would probably would have hammered the Panthers to win that game. But they had Ian Book, a rookie quarterback, in charge of substitutions, which doesn't really affect Alvin what? Kamara that much. They yeah, had him, I saw like, that. They had him in charge of substitutions. Like, if wow. I knew that – if I knew that brick was in charge of substitutions, I would have hammered the Panthers. I mean, he's smart. He went to Notre Dame, but like a rookie quarterback handling your substitutions is crazy. Yep. Very crazy. Um, another guy, George Kittle. He played our Eagles this weekend, but this is second straight week. He did not have a good one. Uh, last week, he didn't play bad, but he wasn't involved really in the high late plays when they scored 41 points. And this week, I mean, when we watched the Eagles game, I didn't really see his name called that much. Did you? Like, no, not not a lot. I think he only had, I think he had maybe three, four receptions for like seventeen yeah. yards or something. Um, you know, I, I don't know what it was. I felt like that was a really weird game. Honestly, I don't know. I think a little of it has to be just the electricity in Beaver Stadium on Saturday. Mm, I felt totally. a little. I felt a little less into the Eagles on Sunday, but I did feel like it was a weird game. Like we'll get to the Eagles talk and stuff, but. No one on the 49ers was really, like, dominant. Like, they all their running backs got injured. I, I felt like Garoppolo wasn't, like, throwing the lights out either. I just felt yeah. like it was a very defensive game. And then, uh, you know, the Eagles kind of handed it away, uh, tried the Philly special or whatever. Uh, yeah, didn't yeah. Work. That was so, not, yeah. Not, I mean, we'll, not we'll, exciting. We'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to Eagles talk after. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the fantasy studs because there were oh, – couple huge studs let's start with derrick henry um shout out harrison hewitt no he's not watching at the moment he's out but uh man what an idiot that guy is i mean three total touchdowns are derrick henry 260 something yards in total yardage in our league happy pr he had 44 points absolutely outrageous and last week davis i think i asked you are you buying or selling derrick henry right now and you said buy and you're right man i mean you can't be selling someone like that. He's just so good, and he can pop off for this 40-point games when you least expect it. No, and I don't have the stats up right in front of me, but I'm almost positive he touched the ball like 40 times, over 40 yeah, times. Did. Like, you know, I, when you're getting – when you're touching the ball that much, you're bound to break out for one. And I know he had like a 60-yard touchdown at one point. It kind of sparked the energy a little bit. It was his first touchdown mm-hmm. of the year. And then all, you know, 
all the second half madness happened. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think in that offense, even though AJ Brown and Julio haven't been very good, and that could be another fantasy talk or post we have on Julio social media. Julio was really like, wrong you, this week. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, are you buying or selling those guys? A lot of it has to do with their success happens to do with Derrick Henry's success because, you know, the lane's going to open up a little bit more. Henry's going to have more blocking, more room. So I'm I'm all in with Derrick Henry. He really helped me win this week in fantasy too. So that's a I know he double did. whammy. Totally. Uh, and then Aaron Jones popped off uh, two nights ago on Monday Night Football. I thought it was Tuesday, Monday. Um, three total – no, I don't remember. I know he had three receiving touchdowns. I don't know if he got one on the ground. He, he did. I'm pretty sure he had four touchdowns. Just a monster, monster game. And another guy last week who we were saying, like – did not look good, and I think we were all right, and then we grouped the pan- the Packers guys together and said, don't worry, they're all going to play better, and they did. All three of them played yep. better, and Rodgers looked really good. Devontae Adams didn't score a touchdown, but he had 100-plus yards, and Aaron Jones had one of the best games of his life. So, I mean, we were right. I mean, we were right. Shout out yeah, to right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't want to take any credit away, but it's hard to sell a first-round pick, uh, mm-hmm. you know, after week one. You know, I think a lot of people get a little emotional about their team a little bit too much and have to look at the facts and, hey, these guys are first-round draft picks for a reason. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, so I think, uh, you know, I think the last week Rodgers thing was a fluke or two weeks ago, week one, kind of a fluke. Um, you know, and, of course, everyone's blaming it on his offseason and all this. I think he'll be back. He'll be hungry. He'll be ready to try to win this division. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you're totally right. And this, we'll talk about the Saints and the Packers. It was just a weird ordeal with whatever happened. And then Cooper Cup, he had an amazing, amazing game. Two touchdowns, 10 catches. I mean, the Rams are steamrolling. So let's start talking about these games, Davis. Uh, the Eagles. The Eagles did not look uh, – I'm on the wrong one, guys. There we go. Oh, you're good. You're good. Yeah, fought, we fell to the Niners. We did not kick the shit out of the Falcons again. Not a great game, Davis. Um, no. That third, the second and third quarters were really bad. And the first quarter, we looked really good. Uh, we scored first with the first uh, field goal. We had control most of the game. And then when it looked like we were about to take, you know, a two-position lead on that Rager touchdown and get called back when he stepped out of bounds, and I think that's where the momentum really fell. Yeah, totally. I mean, I feel like this game can be boiled down in the one drive. And, you know, if the, if you have a 91-yard reception uh, to a guy and you don't score any points on that drive, that is – pretty unsuccessful and uh you know i felt like that was just that was yeah. the that was the epitome of the game that that really was like i felt like the offense was kind of moving until it got to like the 30 yard line uh it kind of just slowed down there was nobody nobody was trying to make a move you know at the end hertz was kind of running the ball a little bit which was very it was nice to see that um Definitely. but you know it, i don't know the highest receiving you know Watkins, Goddard, Gainwell, Smith, and Rager all in two receptions. Like, there's not a guy right now. There's not a guy. No, and I think there no. has to – somebody has to step up. Probably has to be Devontae Smith. Um, but, or Goddard. You know, I, or Goddard. Yeah, for sure. Goddard, Goddard was empty in that game until the end of the like, second half. I don't I agree, even think he touched the ball until the second half. Yeah. So, Eagles have to figure something out. Um, you know, we got a big game on Monday night now against the Cowboys, and then we're going to be short-weeked for week four. So, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a task and a half to go uh, go to Dallas and beat them. Totally, and I mean, it wasn't great. They could have won that game totally, which is exciting because I thought we played really bad, but we lost by 
what eight points or something like that six because we got that two-point conversion oh that's right that's right i forgot about that but yeah we we could have won that and if one play went our way which sucks but the red zone offense was terrible and that's just going to come with sirianni getting more uh experience at play calling because this is his first season playing calling still we should all remember that and also peterson his offense was very um much highlighting tight ends and making sure tight ends got you know, their fill. But I feel like Sirianni's offense much more highlights the receivers. So that's why we're not seeing, like, Ertz and Goddard. Goddard kind of did his thing first game. But like you said, second game, I mean, we didn't see Ertz and Goddard really at all. And uh, Goddard kind of popped off in the second half a little bit, but that was it. So I think um, right now we're just in a feeling out process where Sirianni's still learning where to build his offense around and all that. But um, the Niners are good. I think the Niners are are a good football team. They're getting injured again yeah. at the running back position, but um, I think they're still going to be a threat in that division. So, uh, yeah, it's tough to see. Or, uh, it's tough to see all three of your running backs get hurt in the same game. Uh, totally, <laughs> Mitchell, Hasty, and Trey Sermon. So, I don't know. Another Sermon thing for the died. Eagles. Sermon was dead. Sermon died right, right before we move on. Another yeah. thing for the Eagles: got to eliminate the penalties. It's two games in a row. We've gotten. Yeah. We've won, you know, not, of course, we won against the Falcons, but. You know, I think we had probably over 100 yards of penalties in that game. We had less penalties in this game, but it was just more in crucial moments of the game that we, you know, we had back-to-back unnecessary roughness calls. So mm-hmm. that's something we're going to have to clean up, and that's something that a first-year head coach is going to have to figure out. Yeah, and I, I think that we're turning in the right direction, and um, I think this Cowboys game will definitely show that a lot more. Um, but it'll, it'll be exciting. So let's move on to the Rams and the Colts. I mean, the Rams – are a very good game, are a very good team. And we kind of thought this would be a good game. And it was Rams by three points. Um, but Carson Wentz sprained both his ankles. So I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you do that. He's just that's like, that's like separating both shoulders. It just like doesn't make any sense. He continues to amaze us with his stupidity, I guess is the right word. Um, but Colts, did not look great. They hung in it with a very good team, but now they're 0-2, and they're going to have to, you know, figure out a way to pick up the pace a little bit because you're not – a lot of teams don't come back from 0-2, and some do. And Carson Wentz now with both his ankles sprained. I mean, Jacob Eason's going to have to, you know, come in and play like pro, and yeah. I really hope he doesn't because we want that first-round pick. But, right. uh, you know, I think, like we said last week, the Rams are contenders. Rams are definitely contenders. Yeah, and speaking of uh, you know Carson going down, this is this has got to be the week of the year where quarterbacks. Uh, you know, I felt like five, six quarterbacks went down this week. You totally, know? Yeah. just off the top of my head, Andy Dalton went down. Justin Fields mm-hmm. is getting his first start next week. Uh, Tyrod Huge. Taylor went down. Davis Mills from Stanford, the rookie, is going to start for the Texans, which is wild. Baker got hurt. He didn't miss any plays, but Baker got he got shook up a little bit. He had to go to the locker okay. room. Two was out for a few weeks. You know, so. We'll have to see what's going on with some of these quarterbacks here. Totally. Um, and let's move on to another game. We kind of talked about this a second ago. Tua, he got hurt. But the Bills did what they had to do this week. They had to come in. They had to kick the shit out of the Dolphins and say, hey, we lost the Steelers last week. It is what it is. Remember last year how we were probably going to go to the Super Bowl if we hadn't run into the Chiefs? I mean, they look like that team again. They won 28 nothing. Josh Allen looked good. Stephon Diggs got a touchdown in there. Singletary broke off for a nice run. The Bills' defense looked good, just like we said they will. I mean, this was a get-right week for the Bills. 
Yeah, for sure. And speaking of defense, uh, Patriots take a big dub against the Jets. Defensive Zach player of the four, week, Zach Wilson. Four, yeah, seriously, Zach Wilson, four interceptions. At one point he was – I'm pretty sure he was like over two with two picks and like two for five with three picks. So, uh, I, I don't know, Jets – I'd love to get Max on here. Maybe we can get Max on here next week talking about it. But yeah, I don't know. Did the Jets did the Jets mess it up again? Like it's too early to tell for sure. But like, yeah, it feels I know, like maybe. it. And I feel bad for those Jets fans that like, I know, I know everyone was making fun of Zach Wilson saying he looks fourteen and whatnot, and he does. But I know, I mean, he he looked really good in college, and I know Donald did too. But. I think a lot of Jets fans were excited, and I feel bad for them because, I mean, yeah. 0 for 2 with two picks, like at the beginning of the game, 2 for 5 or 3 picks, it's really not good. I know the Patriots are a, a good team, and their defense is always very good. Um, but, man, that is just it, – it's brutal. It is what it is. There's not much more we can say about it. But uh, Mac Jones looked good. Yeah, you flash back ten years; these New York teams look pretty good. I saw a stat yeah. in the last in the last four. I'm pretty sure it's four years. In the last four years, between the Jets and the Giants, seven times. So, think of it this way: <laughs> this is a little weird to explain, but out of those four years for both teams, seven times has a team started zero and two. So not good start. I think the Giants went no. one and one like four years ago to start a I'm year. I'm sure like, they you know like, like, Go ahead. No, no, no. Like it's just like, flashback ten years. You got Mark Sanchez kind of leading the helm for the Jets, mm-hmm. and back-to-back you know you got Eli, right? you got Eli Manning coming right off a of Super mm-hmm. Bowl basically, and you know about to make his next Super Bowl. So I I don't know what's going on there. Totally. Um, and let's move on. Raiders Steelers. Are the Raiders good? Seriously, are the Raiders good? They're two and zero, and they beat the Steelers and the Ravens. Oh, man, you know it, it. sounds so good. It sounds so good. I, I we see I this before, I, last, though. I think I said last week that the Steelers are not fraud. I'm almost positive I said that, and uh, you know it's hard to say. I, I don't think the They're Steelers are fraud, but I think Ben yeah, Big no. Ben's got to go. Big Ben's got to go at this point. Yeah. He he looked awful in that game. We watched a little bit of it. Um. You know our classic three TV setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. three TV yeah. setup. We got the Steelers on the small TV in the corner, and it's gonna uh, become a year, uh, year, a weekly thing. We have the Steelers. On, so we can watch them fail. It will. So we'll have to see. But another uh, Derek Hart kind of got hurt in that game. So uh, you know, we never know what's coming up next for them. I don't know if Mariota is going to be back or they're off the play. Mm-hmm. Infamous Nate Peterson. Who knows? Well, Carr came back in the game. He's fine. I think. Yeah, I, I heard he might be hurt a little bit though. I heard he we'll might be banged up. We'll to see. Yeah. But uh, we've seen this tale of the Raiders before. Like last year, they started 6-3. and three. They even had a win over the Chiefs, and everyone was saying, like, they might be good, might be good. And then I think they lost, like, four or five straight or something like yeah. that. And, it's classic. Um, classic Raiders. So hopefully this isn't for nothing because th- if they can get one win on the Chiefs or even beat the Chargers twice or something like that, they have a good shot getting in the playoffs, and it's cool that Henry Ruggs is playing well, considering how highly like touted he was coming out of college. I remember us as Eagles fans were like drooling all over him in that forty time, so it's nice yeah. to see him playing well. Um, the Cardinals, I mean, wow, they the I can't the way they won was crazy that they even won like that on a missed field goal, but also uh, Kyler Murray is our favorite thing to do, which is early MVP candidacy. Kyler Murray's the leader for the MVP right now, I'd have to say. Looks really good. 
it's crazy seeing him like he, he looks like he's a madden like runs around the whole all line does like a whole like you know sideline to sideline run and then throws it 50 yards to Rondell Moore for the sick ass touchdown so yeah I mean Cardinals got to be the most exciting team to watch right now yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I'm definitely keeping that future on Kyler Murray winning the MVP. So we'll see Looks what happens. Good with so that. far. Looks really it does. good so but, far. But uh, just quick stat I, I heard earlier. Um, you know, this might not be exact, but it, it's something like uh, Rondo Moore is already like the 17th best receiver in fantasy, and he's only mm-hmm. had like 46 snaps, and like nobody in the top 20 has less than 95 snaps. So Rondo Moore could be a big wa- waiver wire pickup for sure. You had to say that. I mean, I'm going to go look at him now, and I'm sure you, you are no way, he, no way he's available. There's absolutely no, no way he's available. Is he on our waiver wire? I seriously doubt it. I have. That would be awesome. Um, but, yeah, the Cardinals look good, and this is another week except for the Seahawks, but uh, the Rams, Niners, and Cardinals all won. Seahawks lost. Um, I don't really watch much of that Seahawks game. We'll talk about it in a second, but – Cowboys squeezed out a W against the Chargers. Um, our boy, Micah Parsons, played some time at the end. I did not know that until after the game, and he looked like a beast, absolute beast. People yep. forget he played DN in high school. He also returned kicks in high school. All around, like, you, he cannot play running back if he gets hurt, and he'll probably have 12 carries, you know, 200 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, right. all around. Yeah, no, that um, absolute that's beast. That's all um, I would say that's nice about the Cowboys, but I like Micah Parsons. Right. Yeah, you know, of course, he's an absolute beast. And, uh, you know, Justin Herbert had some issues in this game. So, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the Chargers right now. I feel like it's classic. They are kind of the opposite of the Raiders. They start slow and then pick it up at the end. So, who knows? Yeah, I mean, that's all I got. Um, Cowboys game is really exciting on Monday Night Football. Really excited for that. But, you know, who cares? Uh, Titans, they beat the Seahawks. I didn't watch most of this game. It looked like Tannehill played pretty well. Uh, Julio Jones was way more involved this week. I think he had over 100 rushing or receiving yards. My apologies, Derrick Henry. You know, he just absolutely beat the shit out of the Seahawks defensive line by himself. And I think last week we were talking about, is the Seahawks defense good again? Maybe not. Um, Yeah. I didn't see most of the game, but it looked like the Seahawks kind of blew at the end. And class. Classic Titans getting a big win against a team that, you know, you kind of count them out and they win. So good for the Titans. Yeah, totally. I, again, I, I watched a decent amount of this game. And, uh, you know, I think it's Seahawks. Russell Wilson looked good, but he just doesn't have any help up front. And, uh, no. you know, he can't he can't just keep throwing the ball to Tyler Lockett. Um, you know, it worked early in the game, but then the Titans, like Rarebowl, probably made a really nice adjustment at halftime. And then mm. the Titans uh, – put on the brakes for the Seahawks and then started pounding in the second half. Yeah. And I think this off season, we're going to be seeing a little bit of Russell Wilson trade rumors, especially if he's getting beat up all year. It happened for a little bit last year. And then the Aaron Rodgers stuff came out of nowhere and like completely overshadowed Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, but I think this off season is going to be really exciting because Aaron Rodgers can walk. Right. And then Wilson yep. might get a request to trade who, who knows who else is going to get traded, but uh, exciting, very exciting stuff. Um, you know, hope the Seahawks play better because I, I, I mean, at least for me, I like watching the Seahawks. They're fun, especially when they're good. Russell Wilson's a great QB. Um, yeah, but game of the week by far, not even close, was the Ravens and the Chiefs. Maybe game of the year already. I know it's early, but 
I had rough, I had Lamar Jackson on my fantasy team. I would like to say that he saved my my game and my week, but he didn't. I was down too much to Amir, so credit to Amir. But wow, <sighs> Ravens, they look yeah. good. They look they looked very good this week. Um, Lamar had two picks right out of the gate. They were down fourteen nothing, and then you know Ravens kind of turned it on. Uh, we saw Jason Oweya, who's now going to buy Odafe Oweya, make a game winning fumble. You know, he forced the fumble at the end of the game from Clyde Edwards Hilaire and got it. Great, great game all around. Um, the Chiefs, I wouldn't worry about this. This is just a classic midseason loss for the Chiefs where you're like, oh, maybe they're not that good. And then they will well, win the next seven straight and we'll be saying, like, what are we talking about? But uh, right. good for the Ravens. They needed this win. Absolutely needed this win. They could not start 0 2. They needed this to show that they're still a threat in the AFC. And they that Lamar Jackson is still a great player, and he showed that he, he bounced back from two interceptions, had three pit, uh, three touchdowns, looked good. Yeah, I think mean, two hundred and thirty nine passing yards and over a hundred rushing yards. That's pretty good, pretty good. Oh, oh yeah. Um, and then Monday Night Football, I didn't watch any of this, so I don't really know. Yeah, I didn't either. I saw, I saw Jared Goff play well, and it looked like a tight game. But credit to the Packers, they are. They're going to be the team to beat. I think the Bears are going to be exciting as well, too, especially if Justin Fields plays more. We'll have to see because for some reason, Matt Nagy loves Andy Dalton. It's it's weird. It's really weird. But um, we're going to see how well Justin Fields come out this week. But credit to the Packers winning. They, I mean, the Lions aren't that good, and now they're going to trade Jamie Collins I saw today. So, yeah. Pardon me, but, yeah. I don't know. I mean – Lions, this is, you know, I feel like they're going back 10 years. You're going back to their Stafford days. Like, uh, yeah. you know, at some point, are they going to tank and just try to get somebody like a Spencer Rattler? Or are they going to try to go, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> who knows? I, I don't, Jared Goff is definitely not the answer. Um, so, I don't know about uh, that. He's looking good. I, I don't he's think he's, decent. I don't think he's the answer. I don't he's think he's not, maybe not long term, but he, he doesn't look too bad right now. I'm kind of surprised. I saw a do. stat. I saw a stat without. Uh, Sean McVay is his coach. Jared Goff is 0-8 in the NFL. Oh, so wow. I'm uh, I'm not like it. I think a lot of his success had to do with Sean McVay. Um, so Are they 0-8 you know, his rookie year? Or 0 like, Nah, he probably got put in at the end of the year with uh, – oh, I, I don't know if Jeff Fisher was still there or not. But I pro- he probably got put in late in the season. And then uh, I saw he was he was also like 40-22 and 22 or something when uh, McVay was coaching. So it was pretty good. And, uh, you know, he doesn't have a, those – that Todd Gurley behind him or a Cooper Cup to throw to anymore. Yeah, Todd Gurley, uh, he was so good for like four years, and then that was it. Um, I, I mean, he's not even on the team right now. That's crazy. Old name. But, yeah, crazy week two in the NFL. We got Thursday night football tomorrow night, the Panthers and the Texans. <laughs> it won't be great, um, but, you know, it'll be exciting to watch. Who do you think? Who do you think is going to win that game? Probably the Panthers, right? Um, speaking of the Panthers, we can talk about them. How are you? Let me phrase it this way: Is Sam Darnold good? Because, I mean, he's looked really good the first two weeks. He looks like a different quarterback. I know the Saints were clearly not the same team they were week one, but they still beat the Saints. How are we right. feeling about the Panthers? You know, I wouldn't say. I'm not on board yet. I'm not on board no. yet with Sam Darnold. Um, you know, I, I think he's really good weapons around him. 
you know, when you got DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, both underrated guys, in my opinion, you have Christian McCaffrey, the best running back, you know, probably in the last decade, when it comes to just a dual threat guy, a guy who can run mm-hmm. out and uh, receive too. I think the defense totally. looks pretty good. You know, Shaq Thompson back there and uh, you know, they're making some stops, but the uh, Yitor, Yeah. So I think, uh, I'm I'm buying into the Panthers, but I'm not buying into Sam Darnold yet. I, I think okay. that I don't know if he's the answer. Yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, Matt Rule is notorious for turning these kinds of teams around. He did it with Temple. He did it with Baylor. And it looks like the Panthers are next on the Matt Rule resume. And I mean, they're gonna be they're gonna be in a really tough division this year. They're gonna have to play the Saints again. When I'd imagine they are looking way better than they did this week. They got to play the Bucks twice still. And the pesky Falcons are always out there looking to take a win that they don't ever deserve. So yep. good luck to the Panthers this year. They're going to be good. I think the Eagles play them, but I might be wrong on that. I feel like the Eagles are playing obscure teams this year. Um, but yeah, let's, we are. Let's, October yeah. 11th, the day, the day after the Iowa How did you just game, pick that off your head? I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm, you can look it up. Look it up. I'm not I'll look it up right sure. now. What was the date you Eagles. just said? October no, it would be the tenth. The tenth is the Sunday. We play Iowa on the ninth. Holy shit, dude! How did you? Know? Yeah, we have the Cowboys on Monday Night Football. Then we have the Chiefs. Then we have the Panthers. Yep. Wow, look at you. <laughs> that, that was you just picked that out of nowhere. But yeah, we we play the Panthers in three weeks. So, yep. I guess we'll know by then. Um, let's just. Hey, last time we played though. in Carolina. Last time we played in Carolina, we won the Super Bowl. Just let me know. Oh yeah, that's when we beat the shit out of Cam Newton. On Thursday Night Football, yep. remember that? Yep. That was yep. that was awesome to watch. That was like one of the best Eagles games because we just that and like the, the the Broncos game, most satisfying Eagles and games the, ever. Yeah, uh, no, no, there was Cardinals, one too. Cardinals. The, card, the Cardinals game, Cardinals yes. game. Nelson yes. Aguilar had a sick catch and juke. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Good good days. <sighs> Better times. Jesus yeah. Christ, that was like three years ago. That's so sad. Um, yeah. Let's shift gears to the NBA real quick. Just one thing and. Ben Simmons. Who else? We haven't really talked about him that much in the show, but he's been all over the social media um, chain machine, whatever the hell you want to call it. New report from Woj two days ago. He says he that Ben Simmons will not report to training camp, and then he has no desire to ever play another game for the 76ers ever again. This feels a lot like, I think we've said this before, seems like a lot like the James Harden situation last year, but Here's the difference. James Harden is James Harden, and Ben Simmons is a bum. Um, and I'm seeing all these crazy trades out here that we might trade Simmons and Maxi for John Wall. Like, we're not doing that. I, I, no, no, thank you. Uh, I saw Stephen A. Smith said today, Simmons for McCollum, Covington, and Picks. I like that one. And then I, I keep heard seeing – Kyrie the, rumors. Uh, yeah, I heard Kyrie might tr- uh, retire, though, if we trade for him, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Sweet. Um, and then also the Timberwolves really want him, but they won't give up uh, D'Lo, Anthony Thomas, or Anthony Edwards, sorry, or Cat. What do you make of all this? Because it, it's it seems like bullshit. But are we going to see Ben Simmons in a Sixers uniform again? No, we won't. No, and I knew I knew this was going to happen. Like looking back the two years ago, it's a huge cycle of he lets us down, and the off season, everyone gets all hyped up. And, you know, this is a tough time to play in. Like, if you're not loyal to Philadelphia and you're not a part of the tradition here, you're, you're going to be hated. And he's getting mm. 
he's getting pushed out of this city by the fans, not by the organization. He's getting pushed out of the city by the fans. And Mm -hmm. I'm in. Like, you think, I think that I did like him. Like, I do like him. But in the the way the NBA is right now, he's probably considered really good. Uh, But, you know, watching him off ball, watching him not set screens, it is just atrocious. And, you know, it's good that he's really good at defense. Like, good for you, but you're 10 and you play point guard. Like, that, that you have to be good at defense. You know, that, mm-hmm. that's why you're in the NBA. If you're not shooting threes, you better be doing something else. And he's really good at defense yeah. and he's really good at passing. So you know, I hope he does well wherever he goes. But at this point, you know, I'm totally fine giving him up for like 10 really nice basketballs. That's, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, and uh, it's this it seems so much like the Carson Wentz situation, and it's sad because you know you remember the good old days when you're like this guy might be the next LeBron, like he could be so good if he gets a jump shot, and then we paid him five years, 180 million dollars, and he hasn't even like maybe he has improved his jump shot, but he's not taking him in the games. It's 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 so weird. Like I don't even know how to describe it. He no. he just he just has the Carson Wentz mental bur- like fog brain where like he goes up for the open layup in the middle of the playoffs and he passes it and i mean that's just inexcusable and apparently he's mad at doc and Embiid because they came up to him sometime in the playoffs and was like hey can you score more and be more aggressive and of course little ben simmons got his heart hurt so he's running and screaming to his agent telling him to get right uh himself out of town um do you think this happens before training camp or do you think this you know, goes into the season because I'm, I don't really know what's going to happen. I feel like it could happen any day. Yeah, no, totally. I, you know, at this rate, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen some in the next like week, I'll say, but the NBA season's coming close. And, uh, oh, yeah. we really so there, there has to be, there has to be a move made at some point. Um, you know, of course I would love a McCollum trade. Um, but at the same time, I, I would, I would be fine with almost like, a uh, buddy heels straight up at this Would point. Would you want John Wall? Because I see um, those trade rumors. Do I want John Wall? I mean, I don't know. If he's a six I think man, that, I would love it. Yeah, as a six man, but you know he's going to get mad coming off the bench. Like, you know yeah. he's going to get mad coming off the bench. It's going to cause way yeah. more problems. Like, give me Malcolm Brogdon. Give me Malcolm Brogdon for Ben Simmons. No picks involved. Just give me Malcolm Brogdon. Somebody who can score, mm. somebody who knows he can come off the bench. Uh, you know, he, he could start too. Like I would be fine with him starting at, you know, in some levels, putting maybe Seth at six man. So who knows what this picture yeah. is right now? We'll, we'll have to see. Uh, my dad's watching and he sent me a note. Ben Simmons, no accountability and no responsibility. Couldn't set it better myself, dad. Could not have nope. said it better. Nope. Uh, no, he's not responsible for any of his actions and that's okay. We're just going to trade his ass. Um, but, you know, I think that's all we got for here this week. Davis, thank you for joining us. Sorry, guys. Very busy week so far. We wanted to squeeze one in. We knew if we don't do it this week, we'll forget it forever again. <laughs> um, so sorry for the late night on a Wednesday. We'll get back to Tuesday nights at 6 or 7 earlier. Yep. But uh, we appreciate it. Let us know what you think of the new intro. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Bocce Boys, both at Bocce Boys. And, you know. We love you guys. Keep liking, keep subscribing, keep sharing, telling your friends about it. Uh, Website coming soon. You'll see it. Love you guys.